Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Weekly Exchange. This week in episode 240, we talk about the Civilization 6 update, Stellaris, At the Gates, and much more, so stay tuned. Rob and Nate. Welcome back to the Weekly Exchange. I'm your special host, Rob, and I'm joined today by my good friend, Nate. Hey, Rob. Welcome back to the Weekly Exchange. Long time no anything on the Weekly Exchange. (laughs) You haven't heard my voice in a while, right? It's exciting to be here. I'm really excited to be back. And, uh, you know, this will be, I don't know, maybe an occasional thing, but we have a lot to talk about regarding me being back so maybe we can get into that now or later what do you want what do you want to do i say let's let's first handle the news and then we'll take care of all the other business at the tail end because there's a lot of news this week there is a lot of news so this news is for the week basically the the last week of may into the first week of june and we have so much to talk about it's a really exciting week for forex news so nate can you tell me a little bit about the civilization six update Yes. So there's two parts to this. The first, well, three parts. The first part is four parts, actually, if we're going to be technical. The first part is a video. I think it's like seven minutes and so many seconds that was posted earlier in the week by Firaxis on their YouTube channel talking about this, the June update for Civilization Six. There's several rebalancing things going on. They've been taking feedback from various websites like Steam and their own websites and Syphonatics and others that they don't mention by name. I'm hoping that they're tuned in to Explorminate because we are always full of good ideas. But, you know, all that aside, uh, they've been implementing some of that, looking at mods, and they're continuing to tweak Civilization VI. Then they also had, I believe it was a one-hour-long stream where they had a couple of developers on, and they were actually playing the game and further discussing Civilization VI, and within that, they had mentioned that there's more content coming to Civ VI. Now, I don't know if they're alluding to another major expansion, or maybe just they're going to continue supporting it further before they jump over to something else, like just to keep growing it, because when it first came out, it had a bit of a rough launch, at least in that. that's my feeling. And with each of the major expansions that they've had so far, they've really done a good job to fleshing it out, getting it back to where it was, at least with Civ Five. So, you know, I'm curious to see where they're going with this. And then finally, they're supposed to release a list of all of this information, whatever, you know, maybe a hint, maybe they're going to talk about it at E3, which is coming up, I think, in a week from now. 
by by next weekend, a couple of days after you hear the show, is when E3 is already going to be starting. So maybe they'll reveal it then, in which case we'll have something to talk about. But yeah, pretty exciting. If you guys remember, maybe you also remember earlier in the year, we did a thing here where we had three different, it was myself, it was Joshua, and it was Dallin. And each one of us kind of made a list, like a little exposition of what we want to see from from the future of 6-6. And each one of us tackled like a different aspect. And it'll be interesting to see if any one of us was close to where, you know, where they end up going, you know? Yeah, no, it'd be amazing to see some of the things that you guys talked about. I'd really like to see like a future tech, um, maybe like an entire expansion on future tech, because I think that would be a really cool way to go. Like, I think that was what your article. Yeah, that was mine. Yeah, I was I was hypothesizing them remaking Beyond Earth, but actually having the full support of Firaxis behind it. Not like I mean, as much I mean, both you and I. That's actually where we met at Firaxicon. What we met, we had started talking prior to that but we actually met physically met hey hung out for the day at fraxicon in baltimore before they canceled it so maybe our meeting was too epic and fraxicon had to be canceled afterwards i don't <laughs> they know could, either that they couldn't handle how much we were bothering them <laughs> they're like no let's never have these again because we don't want nate and Rob to ever be there again I, I, yeah but yeah i'd really like to see some of the stuff you guys talked about i really i really agree with you on the future tech stuff you know, taking it forward into like the 21st century, or sorry, actually the 22nd century. Right. And, and then further beyond that, maybe even doing like a planet fall thing or something like that. That right. Well, they, they kind of did that in a sense with gathering storm by adding future tech at the tail end of the game and further expanding upon the, the giant GDR giant death robot, you know? So that's yeah. cool. I mean, they really, they, they, they're having fun with it and that's really important, but you're right. I want to see more. I want to see beyond earth, but done by the main team, like get, get the guys back in all the ones who worked on it and be like, all right, here's your shot, make it shine. You know, here's this, you, you're no longer going to be under the gun of, we don't care, but you're going to be under the <laughs> spotlight of make it amazing. You know? So I, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, but no, anyways, I agree with it, you though that the, the way they say it, they said the the future content thing, it definitely sounded like there was some like legitimate expansion DLC to content to come. So I'm very excited to see. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. So you know what? I got a question for you. You know, we haven't heard anything from John Schaefer's at the gates, and this is a funny transition because we met him at the Fraxicon. So we actually had dinner with him. We had an opportunity to kind of kick back and. So I, I think on that dinner fondly, yeah, I think, I think back on that dinner fondly, it was a cool dinner. Like it was, it was like, you know, the two of us being this, this, these two huge Forex super nerds and we get to, to talk to like the John Schaefer and he was very right. cool, very down to earth. You know, he, he was, he was human. It was really cool. But yes, at the gates, it just got a 1.1 update. And what he's basically done with the 1.1 update is to go back and rebalance all of the things really mainly focused on food but just the way the entire economy works and it seems like from what i've seen a lot of the feedback is very good that that the game is more difficult which was originally the intent was to make it you know you're you're a barbarian tribe you're supposed to be kind of like on the fritz like you know barely surviving and 1.1 has done a very good job from what i understand of, of making food much more difficult and much more of a focus especially in the early game and then from now on, he's also laid out some plans as to what he wants to do for the rest of the time that I guess he's been working on at the gates, which is through the year. And what I'm really excited about is what he says is coming in the end of June, which is really not that far away. 
But uh, he's got this clans management screen that I think is going to be very important. And he says basically that if you haven't played in a while, to come back at the end of June because with the updates that he's going to be making, with the the tweaks that he's going to continue with the the economy, and then the the kind of the UI love he's going to give the game by the end of June, that one that one point two is going to be where if you haven't come back and played in a while, you should come back and give it a shot. So. 1.1, yeah, big, big economic overhaul that I think uh-huh. is doing a lot of good things for At The Gates. I'm excited. I mean, I think it's great to see John finally, A, release the game. I know you guys have uh-huh. talked about that. <laughs> but, we did. <laughs> but B, you know, he, he seems really committed to making the game what he had originally planned to. I know he wanted to get it out so he could get some income because he needed it. And right, right. Now he's he's focusing on making the game what he'd originally intended it for. So well, I I'm I'm glad he's doing it. I'm glad he's stuck with it. I was always certain that was going to be the case, and when it did, it's off the top of my head. It's it was December last year. Or was it was January this year that the game came out. January wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh January. It was December January. January twenty. Yeah, yeah, it was January. It was January. So I'm glad. I'm really happy. And we are so far behind reviews, but we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. So stay tuned. There's going to be an update on what's going to be happening with an Onyx Formate. So it'll it'll be it'll be a very informative show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, informative not only in your Forex news, but in the future of Explorinate. So that's right. Let's talk about so Thea our- too, actually, because I know that hey, for 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 like like that weird like forex almost like subgenre now like that that mm-hmm. s- that one city challenge kind of thing thea was mm-hmm. kind of the originator like you know like the cultists yes. were kind of they're doing their thing in endless legend but thea one kind of started that like one city challenge focus and then mm-hmm. at the gates kind of took that too but tell me about thea two. yeah so this week is a very short update so is it so two bits of information the first bit is during early access, Thea was constantly being updated. And on the one hand, that was really good because, you know, the developers are on top of things and the community sees that the game is moving forward, moving forward. But on the other hand, there was an issue with that because with every major update, it invalidated your save. Uh, so if you were not playing the game to completion in every playthrough, meaning if you actually played, you know, 200, 500, however many turns it takes you to beat the game, maybe the next time you sat down to play, your save wasn't good anymore and you had to go back to an earlier version. It was kind of messy. So that was kind of, that was my personal complaint. So I would just keep it off. I would log out, not log out of Steam, but like go offline and I would just play in an offline mode. And then whenever I finished my current game, which could take a week, two weeks, three weeks, then I would go online, update and go offline and do the same. Now, they had fixed that recently where unless there's going to be a massive change, these smaller updates and like little little hot fixes and patches and things like that will not affect your save anymore. At least that's how it's been so far, which is very exciting because they're fixing some of the reports that they're getting. Now, the major thing is they didn't slow down the work on it, but they're not going to be updating it as often. So every two weeks, there's going to approximately every two weeks, there's going to be an update, which is going to include fixes. It's going to include, you know, a balance based on feedback and things like that. So it won't be as frequent, but it will be as constant. And I appreciate that because these days I just do not have the chance to, just play every night for three, four hours. I'd like to. I'm sure many people would as well, but unfortunately, I just don't have that time. So not having as frequent 
like these longer play sessions and not having to worry about my save being invalidated makes me happy. Now, so what is the news? Well, a lot of people are still kind of like, oh, I don't know, you know, Thea 1, Thea 2 is so different. I'm not sure. So Muha Games, they're like, okay, well, we got an idea. Here's a demo of the game. First 50 turns, full game is open. You don't have anything missing. It would be as if you're playing the first 50 turns of your game. Give it a try. So if you want to check out Thea 2, if you've been sitting on the fence, you're just going to wait for something or, you know, whatever. Well, here's your chance to just hop right on, give it a spin, check out the... I mean, so much stuff happens in Thea 2 can happen in the first 50 turns. And if you don't have a feeling for the game after 50 turns, well, maybe you need to buy the game and give it another 200 turns. But look, I'm not telling anybody what to do, and I'm not telling anybody I, I to go like out. Was, I feel like you were just now. Just no, no, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, just, I have to make that clear. I'm not telling anybody what to do, and I'm not telling anybody how to do it. But if you wanted to check out Thea 2, this is a good chance. Personally, I'm really enjoying the game. I like how the game has changed. The combat is definitely the biggest changes to me that like right there in your face are the changes to how the combat goes from the first game. It feels at first glance, at first few tries, it feels very different and much, much harder, but it's not. It's actually cleaner. It makes more sense. You actually have a lot more control than you used to have. And if you plan your party accordingly, you can scrape by early on where in previous, you know, in, pre, in Thea 1, you will just get stomped. Of course, if you plan incorrectly, you're going to get stomped even harder. And I think that's what's happening to a lot of people is that they're not tackling the combat in such a way that it increases their survival rate and they're very frustrated. And I completely understand that. And again, you know, just if, if that's how it is, give it a little bit more time. Give them some feedback. Explain why they're definitely paying attention. And maybe they'll be able to incorporate some of these changes. For sure. And forgive me for not knowing really much about Thea 2. Thea 2, I've, I've been pretty bad about... Uh, you know, it's a game that really clearly has a lot more depth to it. Like, Thea 1 mm -hmm. was clearly a very deep game too, but Thea 2 feels like there's just so much more going on. So I have like... All right, yeah. I, in my mind, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to set aside a day and I'm just going to just learn it all and it's just never come because that never yeah. happens. <laughs> so Yeah, well... <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah, exactly. So forgive me, Exploration, for I have sinned. I have not yet really dove into Thea 2. I will one day, and I hopefully we, we, we can all get a, a good review going for that, because I feel... Well, it's not hopefully. We will. It's well, I mean, just... Yeah, I mean, I'm saying, like, you know, hopefully in a timely manner, because... Well, yeah, yeah. there's no... The, <laughs> I've been really bad as a steward of Exploraminate. I've gotten pretty bad the past year year and a half with timely stuff and life life man life happens yeah good, you man. know and and i like i sometimes i get a chance and i have all these reviews and excursions and expositions like so many different pieces of work in various stages and it's like sometimes i get a chance and i sit down for two three days and i knock out half a dozen and then i can publish them over a period of time but that's becoming rare for me. And like when I do have that downtime, the last thing I want to do is open up my laptop and work. And for somebody who's following Exploraminate for the reviews, they don't care about that. They're like, I don't care. You got to put them out. And I get it. But this is not a paid job for me or for anybody else. We don't make a living off of this. So when your hobby becomes as difficult as your work, 
Mm. <laughs> it gets a little, <laughs> little dicey, you know? Yeah, no, that's no fun. Nobody wants that. So for sure, totally understand. And like we have alluded to many times, there may be some changes mm-hmm. coming up. So stay tuned. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, stay so... Tuned. Uh, let's talk about Driftland for a second because Driftland also received an update, which is they what they call the Dragon update. I'm mm-hmm. digging that, and you with like it, the name. yeah, with it, uh, I guess there's now the fourth campaign, which is the final. Well, with a, they've got three story campaigns, and the fourth and final one is finally out. So now you have the humans, dark elves, dwarves, and elves all laid out into their 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 story campaigns. So that's a big deal. There was also some minor improvements, like in-game AI is now better mm-hmm. at doing some cool things towards the end. They use their full range of spells, just a bunch of cool stuff. There's also some graphical improvements that uh, I, I guess initially they didn't have time for, but now they've made time for. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's a game I've actually given a shot. I've played about 10 hours of. I really dig it. I think that it's not really 4X. But it's very close, so I don't want to like start. You know, <laughs> yeah. I know that that don't, argument. It's, yeah, just, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a four X light and yes, move on. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, but it does have four X elements, which I appreciate. And it, and even even if it didn't, it's a very good game itself, and it's something that I would like to put more time into. Certainly, when I get that day that I'm talking about to put into Thea two, <laughs> I'll make some time <laughs> for <laughs> Driftland as well. And this is turning into a week, I think, that I need. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Driftland is, is is steadily updating. I think it's great that these guys, they continue. First of all, it was amazing news what they had for the sales. And then now they just continue to update this game. It's it's just good stuff. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah, and speaking of good stuff, now this is easily, easily a contender for game of the year for me already. Just by looking at these dev diaries, seeing the gameplay, looking at all that, uh, at all the preview video of Age of Wonders Planetfall, Oh my God, mm-hmm. Nate, I'm telling you, man. Like, it's like they've learned everything that they could have from Age of Wonders 3, applied it to mm-hmm. my favorite sci-fi setting, and oh. they just keep doing cool things. So this this update was about the what they call, they call the Next Generation campaign, which... Oh, the Dev Diary, you mean? Yes, yeah, sorry, Dev Diary, yes. Right, right. Um, and it's all about the Next Generation campaign, which is really cool because basically they have this this very lengthy story campaign but you can make your own character into it. Like, of course, you have like a template at some level, but you can make your character basically a female male of, you know, of various looks and really kind of personalize the person that's going to be going through this campaign, this story. Um, and, and from what they showed, too, it looks like there's going to be various heroes, various characters in this campaign. And I, I'm just telling you, man, like this, everything I've seen about Planetfall looks to me like I am just going to be head over heels for this game. I'm really excited about it. Did you see anything that stood out to you? Well, I mean, I've been in the front car of the hype train since its announcement. (laughs) I have yet to leave it. I refuse to get up from my seat for fear of losing it. No, yeah, there's there's no... Yeah, you and me both, man, we're high-fiving in that front car because I'll tell you, like I said, the Age of Wonders 3 was really close to me for me, to being a really good game. It was just, I mean, it was a very good game. It just was very close to being, like, a fantastic game for me. I know it was a fantastic game for a lot of people. So, for them to... You know, it grew on me. Absolutely, yeah. And and the more you played it, and especially with the the expansions that came out, Yeah. I mean, a a game that was, like, pretty good at first became a really damn good game towards the end. And 
with Age of Wonders Planetfall, it just looks like they've taken everything they learned from three, added some like some uh, beyond XCOM, a little bit of XCOM yeah, into it XCOM. with the con- with the, like the tactical, you know, cover and oh, like yeah. the more the movement because we've seen all like a bunch of the people that I follow on YouTube are all having like let's plays. So I'm I'm Super trying jealous. not to watch too close. <laughs> yeah, uh, so jealous of them. I, I just want to reach to the screen and take it. No, I don't, I don't know. But I can wait. <laughs> you know, I've learned that I can wait, especially with games like this. So, you know, I pick one game a year that I jump the gun on and I get an early access, but that's it. Other than that one game, I, I don't really do it anymore because usually doing it kind of ends up being a disappointment, you know, because oh, you get all into it and then it doesn't quite come out the way you want it. And then you're like, oh, my God, they didn't listen. We gave them so much good advice, you know, yada, yada, yada. So I'm very selective with that. But from what I've seen, I'm very pleased with what I have seen. Now, I don't necessarily agree with the factions themselves. like. Yeah, I wish some there of the factions, aliens, like clearly, yeah, right, right. Have, yeah, they've done some cool things with what they've got, like uh, the the assembly being like these weird, like cyborg, almost like uh, ne- necrotic. I mean, like they're just like like almost zombie people. But like, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Like the the Kirko being the only alien race is a disappointment for me, sure. And even they're not that alien. They're they're no. aliens trying to be people. And it's like, <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, they're oh, ants. Okay. So they're basically ant people. So it's like, yeah, they could have gone a little bit more exciting with that. And I totally am with you on that. But the 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 the, the combination of them using beyond Earth mechanics. Uh, endless mm-hmm. legend mechanics clearly mm-hmm. age of wonders like you said xcom I, you right. know, the the factions being somewhat ho-hum don't bother me because everything else is just and they just can good. and they can i don't want to say they can fix it but what they have demonstrated with age of wonders 3 is that the factions that came out with the game changed with each expansion there were little changes here little changes yeah. there so by the end once everything was out all the factions were different enough yeah and then some of the late right some of the later factions that came out were really cool so maybe we'll get those alien factions absolutely yeah i think really so yeah the expansion factions for age of wonders 3 i think were the best ones so i can't i'm super excited to see what comes and clearly with the backing of paradox it looks like triumph studios has got just all the money that they can and need and 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 clearly deserve because they are doing fantastic things yep so i can't wait for august august Ninth August sixth. Once we figure out what's going on with the calendar, we'll have those dates <laughs> up again on the website. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not really good. At we that. Should, we'll talk. We'll, are we going to talk about that at the end of the show too, or we save it for another show? No, we'll talk. I'll leave that up to you. Yeah, you we'll decide. Talk we'll talk about it. Oh, <laughs> we'll talk. All right, all right. Yeah, we've got okay. a lot to talk about. So okay. let's let's get to the next news item, sir. Okay, so the next news item is for Warhammer 40k Gladius Relics of War. Now, they had recently announced that the Chaos faction is coming to the game, which I had predicted. Granted, there's not a lot of, not not so much variety as, as variants. There's only so many factions they could bring, and calling Chaos was a one in three, so it wasn't a, that much of a guess. But still, I predicted it came so yay me but anyways this is not about that this is about an update to version 1.2.6 and i just want to take a moment to award you 1000 internet points for for correctly guessing that congratulations 
Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. What can I do with those internet points? I don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> give me, give okay, me a let me know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, mo this, uh, this update is mostly about balance tweaks and bug fixes. So bug fixes as usual, bug fixes, not really just a bunch of crashes that are reported, some effects that are missing. So, you know, there, there were some, uh, like some slowdowns in certain parts of the game. So it turns out there was a memory leak. So they took that, they took care of that. Fantastic. Love that. Now the balance stuff, they're like, I'm looking at the list of balance things. And I would say more than half of the changes were done to the orcs, like straight up taking the orcs and making them more orky and that's like more thing. lore wise. That yeah. is a good thing. That Absolutely. makes them more fun. They made. They also made a couple of changes to the Tyranids, which were the which was the last faction that was released. Faction, by the way, and then they're tweaking a little bit the Space Marines and the Necrons, or as you say, Necrons, or whatever, yeah, whateverons. <laughs> I think Necron so, sounds great. Yeah, I like it. Okay, all right. So yeah, um, to me, I'm really really satisfied with what proxy studios did with gladius i'm like they took an engine that worked for different forex and they adapted it to warhammer 40k and i said as much it, it was said as much in the review it was like is this this is a really fantastic war game it is a legit war game and it's a forex and with these little tweaks and little things here and there they're kind of tuning it up, dialing it in, getting it better. And I'm curious to see what they do with chaos because is it going to be chaos undivided? Most likely. Or is it going to be a particular chaos god like Slanesh or Zinch or Nurgle or, you know, Korn? I don't know. We already kind of have hints in the game. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing specifics like what they do with chaos. I'm, I, I want to know where Gladius is going. Because for a 4X and a Warhammer 40K franchise, they did a fantastic job. So kudos to Proxy Studios. Yeah, 100% agree. I, I honestly, I don't know that I would normally gravitate towards a very war-centric 4X like that. But Gladius <laughs> is just so well done and the combat so well done that I really find myself enjoying that game. So I'm really excited. Yeah, that's to see. true. Hi, huh? you've been playing it too, right? Yeah, no, I I've I've put in a lot of hours, some 40, 50 hours of that. Probably I'm sure more I will as they continue to release these new factions, but I just I've really enjoyed the game. I think it's it, like it's very it's very specific and it's got a very good focus a very very focused um you know, uh, the design point, design idea, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I, I like it for what it is. So I'm, I'm really excited to see the chaos Marines show up and we'll see what's going on from there. Right. Okay. Good. Good. So moving on to the next news item. Now, a brief uh, mention of Dawn of Andromeda. So this past week, somebody had brought it up in one of our forum threads, like, oh, what's going on with Dawn of Andromeda? Since Pax, Pax Nova was released, did they abandon the game? Oh, you know, how terrible, how terrible. Turns out they did not abandon the game. They've been kind of sitting back, working on Pax Nova, and they have people, you know, climbing through the code, watching the threads and collecting notes. And they went back and they fixed a whole bunch of issues that are reported on. So apparently quite a few of the reported issues are being addressed. So kudos to Grey Wolf 
Thanks so much for listening to us not abandoning the game because even though Pax Nova is new and it's shiny and it's still currently in early access, so everybody's giving back all kinds of information and you know, get letting them know we'd like this, we'd like that, you know, the back and forth. They haven't left their previous game, which you know, it it had a lot to offer. It was it was definitely something different for Space 4X. It was interesting. But it wasn't enough. Like it, it had this and it had that and the other thing, but it didn't really expand in any one area. It didn't shine in combat or in tech. Though the tech was interesting and the combat was not bad. And the races were kind of like mm, all right, not too bad, but it wasn't it didn't jump out at me. But at least with them continuing to work on it, you know, maybe somebody who doesn't want to have to sit down and learn stellaris or endless space or civilization or plan age of wonders planfall or any other game and they want something a little bit easier to get a hold of and this might be the kind of game they're looking for yeah and you know something about donovan drama is that i really had I, going into early access and seeing that the foundation that was laid there i was really hoping to see a game that would take like the sins of a solar empire feel and mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. ideas and and make them just ever so slightly deeper and i thought that's where they were going with that and and it had so much potential to do that and they they didn't quite fulfill it and that's okay mm-hmm. I, I you know i i could i i personally don't have any hard feelings towards gray wolf or or mike dominguez from mm-hmm. you know the, the main lead developer there i because i just feel like he's trying really hard and I, he's almost there and pax nova absolutely is their best attempt so far i want to talk about that real soon but well why don't you talk about it might might as well this might as well talk about it now yeah let's talk about that now so what's great about what they've done and i I can't even imagine how much work they've been putting in because like you said not only are they working hard on their new shiny thing pax nova but they they managed to put out this decent donovan drama patch i think it was like you said they they were listening they they saw some things that clearly needed some updating and fixing and they did it i thought it was a really good list of patch fixes so Good job, good. Like you said, uh, kudos to Gray Wolf. But here we have a now a, 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 a roadmap for Pax Nova, which I'm really digging because if I had to make a list of the things that I want to see for Pax Nova, I don't know that there's a thing I would put on this list that would be different than the roadmap they have. So let's. I talk mean, about you're it. you're playing it, right? Oh yeah, I've put in 20, 30 hours. I really, really like some aspects of it. And mm-hmm. I've given quite a bit of direct feedback to Mike Dominguez through their Discord. And so let's talk quickly, uh, briefly yeah, yeah. about what, the, what the, the roadmap looks like. So for July is what they call the appreciation update. They're going to have mm-hmm. more planetary colonization options. I'd like to know more about what that means. Um, enhanced planetary differentiation. So I think that's good. So they're going to probably have some more uh, different types, planet types. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've only mm-hmm. got four right now. So I'm hoping to see maybe five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Um, diplomacy and space improvements. I'm not sure what they mean by space improvements, but diplomacy improvements definitely sounds like a good thing to me. My guess is if like events yeah, in space, yeah. you know, like random, random events or things to explore or just sites or whatever, you know, because right now in space 4X, every single game has to go up against what Stellaris is doing with their God. event chains. Yeah. And that is, <laughs> I mean, a, that is brutal titan, because that's yeah. what Paradox is known for. Oh, and, and it just got so much better too. Like, I'll, we'll have to talk about that here. In a yeah. Minute. So I'm guessing is that's what they're kind of, they're kind of looking and, you know, there's 
here's like uh, Stellaris and everybody's like, oh, man, okay, yeah. Well, we can't pretend it's not there because we're going to be compared anyway. So let's try something here. So yeah. that's my guess is like more stuff to do between planets, between systems, you know, as yeah, you're no, traveling. That's a, yeah, that's a good hypothesis. I hope, hope hopefully that's the truth because I'd like to see that too. Uh, mm-hmm. Then then finally, for their July appreciation update, they're going to look at a new tech era. So I imagine that they're going to probably, hopefully, because right now there's four eras, mm-hmm. um, the fourth era really not being much. Uh, it's, I think it's actually just a, a win condition technology mm. that you win. Mm. Um, but so the, the new tech era, I'd imagine, would become the new fourth, and then the fifth would be the, the new winning tech or whatever. So it'll like, get like the current fourth will get pushed one back. Yeah. I, and then I you'll get yeah. like something between that and what they have now right yeah no that's what i'm bigger ships or something yeah again we're just speculating because this this isn't really the most like you know thoroughly uh laid out roadmap here but it's it's decent so we have an idea we can start speculating of course Mm -hmm. um august 2019 they have what they call the planetary update which is going to have a planet generation kind of overhaul uh they call it 2.0 we'll see what that means Uh, i imagine it's probably going to probably i'd say change up the way because right now, if you if you've played long enough, you'll start to see the, the the planet maps look very similar. They just look, you know, the the what is it? The water planets look very similar to mm, one another. If you mm. have two or three, so water like planets. random generating of the planet surfaces and things yeah, of that nature. Super like similar. map generator essentially for yeah. each planet. So mm. I imagine they're probably going to do. A, well, it looks like they're going to probably overhaul that completely. They should have probably just called them map generator two yeah. point Planet Generation 2.0, so that sounds cool. Uh, new Game Start customization op- options, which is actually pretty cool because they already have quite a few. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate any kind of customization options that they give you. So, uh, And then again, they've got race and diplomacy improvements. So they're really focused on doing diplomacy improvements because they have that listed twice. <laughs> so. Well, it's like they're going to take back the feedback from July and implement it in August. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, further tweak it with their own magic this is all assumptions on my end yeah, i yeah. generally i do not know what they're going to do but can you imagine they're like that's a good idea let me write that down well and to actually kind of uh, uh hint a little bit right now uh-huh. i have a pax nova interview set up and all oh, right I've right got a q a going on with them i've sent off about 10 questions to them to help kind of flesh out this roadmap see a little bit more i did ask ask questions directly related to this roadmap because i got this mm-hmm. roadmap a few days ahead of time nice. um and so uh, some of these things are a little less you know uh descriptive i was like hey <laughs> you might more on that later right? <laughs> let's yeah talk about that a little bit here but so uh then september october is going to be the mod support update uh, mm-hmm. Finally, what I really like to see is that they're going to put the Steam Workshop integration there, which is fantastic because anytime you do, anytime you do that, the game yeah. has legs beyond. Immediately, Star Trek mod, yeah, Star exactly, Wars mod, exactly. Uh, I'd love to see Babylon that, so. Five mod, oh, you know, Sins of a Solar Empire mod. Yeah, yeah, and those things are all great. And of course, you know, if you consider the, what what the Steam Workshop's done for games like Solaris, right. you, you just can't, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, oh, totally yeah. much better. So, and then UI improvements. Um, I think the UI is actually pretty good right now, so I'd like to see what that means, too. Mm-hmm. Um, improved combat, which is definitely one of the things that I would certainly list. Uh, right now, it's very, very plain. The animations, combat are very boring. It, you know, mm. a game that's kind of focused on combat because there's a lot of combat that occurs. Uh, to have boring just, combat is not good. Yeah, exactly. And, and then to be spoiled by games like Gladius, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, the, but at least, you know... Okay, yeah, I can't even say that because part of Pax Nova, like I think 
the the major part of Pax Nova is what happens on the planets. So yeah, yeah, so you definitely, you know, on the one hand in space, you're going up against Stellars. On the planetary surface, you're going up against Gladius. Ooh, it's <laughs> it's it's a tough place to be. Yeah, you're totally screwed right now. <laughs> so um and then for the full game release, which is in fall of 2019. So I'd imagine you're looking at November. November I'm looking at a November release. Yeah, November, uh, we have the complete main quest line and then localization support and then Steam achievements, which are all good things. So yep. like I said, you'll see more about that in the Q&A. We'll talk more about that later. Okay. Well, all right. Well, since we had mentioned Stellaris about half a dozen times yeah. throughout the show, why don't you tell us, you've been talking, you've been crowing all over the place about how amazing the new uh, DLC is, the new story pack. So why don't you talk about that? God, it's just so amazing to look back on the path Stellaris has taken over its, what, three years now? Yeah, um, three years. I, I just, and to see where it is now. So 2.3 being huge. Uh, clearly, anytime Paradox comes out with a new patch, everybody and their mother is talking about it. And 2.3, which is named after Wolf, you talked about it for the last couple of weeks. Yep. It finally released, and it is, it is actually a very good patch. Finally, it works mostly. Um, which oh. is great to see. Yes, there's not some huge game stopping bug that that's nice. just tearing everything. Yeah, that's apart. been a problem with Paradox. Oh, so, like yeah, for absolutely. most of their like recent games, like they'll release something, they'll add a new mechanic that's fantastic, but it breaks everything, and then they're like, "Oh man, we got a hotfix." Wait, no, we got a hotfix for the hotfix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just kidding, we got a hotfix for the hotfix of the hotfix. Yeah, now it's actually two point three point three. Yeah, let's uh, just yeah. roll it back. Let's just pretend <laughs> none of that happened. Give us another week, and it'll be. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. yeah, check back. Uh, no, so from what I've seen, when I've read, it sounds like Wolf has done very, very well. There's, there's some, there's one that I've actually ran into where uh, your energy credits will vacillate wildly, mm. uh, like for just a short period of time. They'll, you know, they'll jump a hundred, uh, go back down a hundred, jump a hundred, and they do it. It does it just sporadically, um, and it doesn't seem to have any real effect on gameplay because it only does it. You know, here and there, it doesn't do it the entire game. Mm. Um, but yeah, sounds it's, like the stock market. Yeah, it's exactly. What, <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. So, uh, and then with that 2.3, clearly we had ancient relics, and I alluded to this earlier, but ancient relics uh, further fleshes out the story elements to Stellaris, which are already so incredible. But ancient relics has done something which I really like, and that is basically they they took a page from Civilization V's book. And they have these archaeology digs now where you can find dig sites on various planets. You send a scientist there and they, they, they go through a series of uh, basically like steps where they uncover these archaeologists or, 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 or I guess they dig sites. They just uncover them. They continue to dig them. <laughs> and uh, at the end, uh, you, you can have a wide range of things that they dig up. Sometimes you dig up what really is honestly nothing in the grand scheme of things, you might dig up like 2,000 credits, which to me, you know, especially even actually at any point in the game, really 2,000 credits is nothing. Um, but then there's these other archaeology findings that you you just are wowed by. I don't want to give anything away because I feel like a lot of that is... Well Mark gave it away. Mark did a yeah, little bit. A little bit about that you can get a Titan at the beginning of the game. Oh my God! That's I, isn't that yeah. like just that's. All, but you see, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's that's the thing that Joshua says keeps the Lars weird. Or yeah, exactly. Keep it fun. That's yeah. I. I don't want a game that's perfectly balanced in every aspect because when that agree. happens, yeah. it feels the same. No matter what you're playing, it all feels the same, and that's a problem. 
Exactly. So, I, I 100% agree. And I think that's what's I that's what's, what's so great about Ancient Relics is that each game that I played, I played two now, and each time I've done digs, I've found other di- completely different relics. Uh, one time I found basically like a sword that mm-hmm. um, that increased the the warp speed of all of my character or all of my ships every time I used it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. It, it increased it significantly by twenty five percent or so, and Damn. Um, it would last for two years, and then it would take like four months to recover, and then I could use it again. It was significant to the point where I was beating. Uh, other fleets when we were at war to to spots so that I was you know winning as a result it was it was great um, nice. and then you know I had a, another one where uh, like I said I've gotten a lot of like credits here and there but sometimes you get these huge bonuses to research mm-hmm. um, like two thousand you know of society research when you're very early in the game and that, that makes a huge difference yeah, oh absolutely you're you're pushing forward in the research trees and it's it's a great thing and. You know, if they fix they fix the uh, the few bugs that are there, um, I think Ancient Relics is fantastic expansion DLC story pack, whatever they're calling it, um, and two point three with the additions. Not only that, but they've also worked some sector stuff in there, and they've done some automation stuff that uh, the automation stuff's not working very well either. But once they get that fixed, I mm. think it will really streamline the game better. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. I, I know that the, that the 2.0 update really cut the fan base in half. Yeah, I've been I've been a bigger fan of Solaris since 2.0. <laughs> Me too. I, That's yeah. most of my playtime was between 2.0 and 2.2. Yeah, I, well, I think you'll like 2.3, and I think you'll like uh, Ancient Relics too. Well, I I probably will, but it might be another six months before I get to play it because my backlog is just <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's right. Yeah, we've got so much going on, but I I and. Uh, Sorry. You know, as soon as XCOM 3 drops, I will play nothing else anymore ever again. Yeah. <laughs> it, it took me that. years <laughs> to put that one down. Yeah. So there's just, uh, there's just a lot to play right now. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. So tell me about Battlefleet Gothic Armada, please. Two. Actually, right. it's the second one. So do you know how I was just speaking about the coming of Chaos and Gladius? I do. Well, Chaos is going to have their own grand campaign in Battlefleet Gothic Armada 2. Now, this is the grand campaign for Chaos is going to be this paid content. So basically, you're buying it, you get your full fleshed out campaign and everything that comes with it, the various changes. But if you don't buy it, the the free stuff is also significant. And f- I can go again, I can go into all kinds of minutiae about that, but I think I will just skip it for the reason that just Chaos is getting its due in Battlefield Gothic Armada 2. Dallin is currently having a Let's Play on YouTube, and uh, if you guys want to see you know, how that's going, just click on that, check it out, and it's really neat. I mean, I'm so happy that Games Workshop is being shown off and like the what we're seeing is good because it is a company who's who i love and i've been following their tabletop and pen and paper and everything in between for 30 years now and to finally have their games being not just shown but being accepted and enjoyed because you have the total war games so warhammer yeah. one warhammer two yeah. you know now they just released chaos bane which is like a diablo-esque yeah. game and then they had another one with inquisitor and then there was the mechanicus one which is you know basically you have 30 turns to win or, or die versus the net versus the necrons there's so many cool 
IPs in the yeah. war in the Warhammer universe. I mean, like, yeah, I remember uh, equating Warhammer and Warhammer 40k with just crap games, and now you've got games like Dawn of War, Gladius, Battlefleet, Gla- Battlefleet Gothic, uh, Total War. I mean, just so many good games, so many good representations of those those universes. Blood Bowl. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's really good to see. Right. So okay. So kind of moving off, we've been mostly talking about like double A and a few double A, mostly triple A studios. So you know, so okay. So a while back, I was a huge fan of Phoenix Point. Oh, such a proponent. I backed it on Fig, super excited. And then the whole Epic Store happened, and I posted about it. And there was all kinds of drama back and forth with the community, and a couple of members got. A little bit um rambunctious <laughs> and and like sometimes like when people read something online they make assumptions and based on those assumptions that nobody else is making except them they build this narrative and then they go on a war path with everybody and they don't even they refuse to listen or to read anything else they just they've made up their mind so what happened so i kind of did that to a degree but not really so my thing is personally for me for nate i as big a fan as i am of julian gallup and his XCOM games and one day maybe getting my hands on phoenix point when it's 85 or 90 percent off and not a penny more i um (laughs) will not play phoenix point i personally will not write a review for or an excursion. If one of the other guys wants to, by all means, please do. I won't. So for a while there, I was talking about other squad squad based tactics games. Yeah, this like, is a well, hell of a segue. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Just hang in there, hang in there for another moment. The reason I'm mentioning that is because stuff is happening in the forums again. And I know that this is gonna get thrown in my face. So I'm just kind of trying to <laughs> once again try to make my point because it's it. already you know what I'm talking about too, right? Because it's already it's been happening for the last couple of days. Yeah. So I just yeah. want I want to head it off and I want to state it again. My stance on Phoenix Point is my stance as Nate, not for Explorminate, not for anybody else. It's just my personal stance. Having said that, I was mentioning all these other squad tac- squad based tactics or games. And one of the ones that was really interesting to me was called Older's Blood, and they recently had a dev blog. Where they're discussing, so it's it's um a little bit darkest looks a little bit like that art style of darkest dungeon or sunless sea or something like that. But it's a squad based tactics. It's mythical, you know, vampires and things like that. You know, werewolves and you know that type of stuff. So it's it's awesome. I mean, I'm I'm really excited. And they're talking about combat and the different damage types and how you offset it so i mean they're really they're like look you know our art is not going to be XCOM. we're not going to be you know stellars we're not going to be this we're not going to be that we're going to have our own unique look but our mechanics are going to be top notch and you know what they really are top notch so if you want to if you want to do a squad tactics game that's like has the depth of something like battle brothers because that's another game that like Graphically, it's it's a pretty game, but it doesn't have all those animations. The gameplay it is so deep. This looks to be another game in that in that vein, just more mystical, more mythical, you know. So, I'm attaching the 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 update. Click on it, take a look, please. 
this developer is really like it's very on Twitter, very easy to approach. Ask him. He's he'll talk to anybody, he'll answer any questions. Check it out. This might be if you're like me and you're put off by what's going on with Phoenix Point, this might be one of those games that might help you get over it. That or Battletech. So right. <laughs> I just wanted to <laughs> I, throw no, that you know what? Yeah, no, I I appreciate the length at which you tried to uh, hit everything off. So <laughs> that was that good stuff. Um, so I, I get to do the what is this this week. I'm, I'm really Go excited. For it. So this week in the what is, we're going to talk about Yusiana, Usiana. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, but Yukaina? Yukaina, maybe? I don't know. Maybe that's that. I, I don't know if it's a soft C or not, but... yeah. Uh, Yusiana, I'm going to go with that because it sounds good, go but for it. it's go by, for it. uh, this very small group. I think it's actually two brothers. Uh, they call themselves Birdshell, and they have a Android game and an Android game that basically recreates what, what Moo 2 was to a degree. Yeah. It feels uh, more like Master of Orion 2 than Master of Orion 1. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's actually very solid. I picked it up for my brand new, I just bought a Samsung Galaxy 10 congratulations um, yeah i'm really excited about it because i switched over from iphone to the androids and i'm really liking it and i picked this game up because i'd seen it with the forex gaming subreddit mm-hmm. and i'm really enjoying it it's it's quick it's it's very easy to pick up especially for somebody who's you know very familiar with forex games and master of ryan in particular mm-hmm. and it's it's got its own feel it's got its own races they clearly weren't like just you know mirroring uh the races from from master of ryan 2 Mm-hmm. And it's got a it's a very nice aesthetic for a mobile game. So those of you who like to game on the go and are looking for a good Forex game that's on Android, check it out because I'm I'm deeply impressed by what I've seen so far. So Yusiana by Birdshell. Check yep. it out. It's- and uh since you mentioned it to me, like on my phone I have exactly zero games. So I looked at it and that looks like Probably could be the first game that I wish I had on my phone, but I won't get. I still don't want any games on my phone. My phone has no apps. My phone is just bare. It's a phone, you know, surf the internet, no Discord, no... No, I think I have Steam because I have to do the authentication on it if, I, if I'm ever doing something, but that's it. And P- Pandora because, you know, music. Yes, music. Music, yeah. <laughs> music is uh, you important. Know, honestly- I, I have not usually wanted to put games on my phone either, too, because I what I end up doing is I'll pay a couple dollars for them and I'll almost never play them. I've gone back right. to Luciana a few times uh, in, in just the few days that I've had it, and I think that uh, it's one of the few games where I actually will come back to, so I'm excited. And I think it's it. it's not expensive. It's like 99 cents or a dollar. 99 right? cents. It's one dollar. You cannot go this, wrong with it. This, this game, I'm, I mean, not having played it, just having looked, since Rob mentioned it, I kind of looked, checked it out a little bit, and for a dollar, this game is like, pfft, don't even think about it. If you're looking for a game, there's a million games that are more expensive that are worth less. I 100% so, agree. Yep, absolutely. So if you if you like games like, uh, what was that one one? There was a really good one um, that I know. On the iPad? Yeah. And I know it, it might have been for the, yes, it was for the it, iPad and Android, I believe. And I know that uh, Oliver wrote up something about it, and it's—I just remember the name of it right now. But it, it's, uh, yeah, I wish I hadn't. Brought he's it gonna up. be <laughs> mad, boy. Is he gonna be mad? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have brought it up. Oh no, yeah. no, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. To I'll tell it to you because I'm—I have a perfect transition to the next topic. Fantastic. 
If you can do because this, it's the website. Another so let me, another one thousand internet points. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a moment here. Yeah, well, I'll just fill in the gaps with some more talk about Uciana. It's got it. It, it does have a very master Ryan to feel. Um, the cool thing is, is that it 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 really does. Um, it it just feels very polished for somebody for a group of two people. And and for dollar Starbase Orion, right? There you go. There you ah, go. Thank you. See, ah, see, I told the you. Man comes through a thousand more. And it, it wasn't there. even that painful. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And I, I, yeah, I managed to fill in the gap for a second. So, what was your segue, sir? Though that is the segue because we can now talk about the website. Because what uh, I did is I clicked on Oliver uh, as oh, an on author the uh, on the website, and I just scrolled back to find because. He wrote the review for it, the mobile, not the mobile excursion, but the mobile review since it's a 4X. Yeah. So I just, so in case people didn't know, after four and a half, almost five years, we have, I mean, obviously people know on the side, on the website, there's a column that says our authors. But if you click on a particular author, you will get a list of all the things that they have written. What about, wow. Now, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe people don't know that. So yeah. that's how I did it. So, Nate, you want to tell him? Uh, no, nah, I think you want to tell him. All right. Well, I am proud and humbled to formally announce that I am returning to Explorinate, which I cannot Yay. tell you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cue the applause. I'm really excited to be back with you guys. Um, you know, this is something that you and I founded, like you said, almost five years ago. And yep. uh, to get somewhat personal, briefly, I clearly took a step back. There was a lot of stuff going on in my life. I felt like the only reason, or the only way I could, could to, to really focus on my family life and to focus on my career was to take a step back. And I didn't think it would take me this long to come back. But, you know, there was, there was a lot of, <laughs> I guess, like X factors that went into that. And, you know, life, as you as you and I have talked about, you know, it gets in the way. It, it yep. really does. And this isn't yep. something we get paid for. It's something that we're really passionate about. But clearly, without the massive amount of income that comes in through this place, uh, we, we can't really focus entirely on this site. So, Right. And, and I want to clear. This is an opportunity for me to clear the air. I had never intentionally or unintentionally pushed Rob out. I had never intentionally or unintentionally taken the website and the group from him it was always something that in the back of my mind it always felt like there were people that thought that i had done something about this and that was it might have even looked like that for a bit there but it was never the thing it was more like look and, and here's i'll give people another thing in the background so the funny thing is and we had mentioned this before rob and i had posted on various websites as far back as 2008, maybe 2007 on Stardock's website, we would interact with one another, not knowing who we were until much later, until actually, like right before we found that explorer, it was like, hey, didn't you post on Stardock? Yeah, didn't you post here? Yeah, oh, cool. So that's kind of how we got this thing off. So Rob, you were working on Explorminate probably the whole, probably what, six months before you started it? It was an idea, and you were putting stuff together, and you kind of yeah. like, hey, Nate, what yeah, do you it, think? Something we were I'm talking about, yeah. This. We would kind of go right? back and forth on what we'd want from a website like that, and you know, it, it was something that I had sort of like started outlining in my head because I, I'd seen Space Sector, and Sp Space Sector was a really good site for a while, but I feel like maybe in the background when they started working on their own game, the pace of Space Sector started to slow, and I was like, man, I really want to see a site where it's dedicated to Forex that that does 
you know, more frequent things that does right. have a podcast that does, you know, videos that does all these stu- things that that's dedicated. And you and I were like, Oh my God, yeah, this sounds great. We should do this. And as we got to know each other better, we were like, you know, we were very clearly both very passionate about this, this genre. And, you know, we like, I think at that point we were talking to each other rather regularly on uh, endless spaces web, uh, forums. Yep. yep. And yeah, it was just something that was born from our shared passion. And, you know, it, the step away, I, I certainly don't blame anybody. It was absolutely my doing. I needed that to basically survive at that point. Um, and then there were some things, too, in the back of my mind. I dealt with some PTSD, which is something that I don't really want to get too much into. But No, you know, it's okay. You don't yeah. have to. No, and, it, you know, there was there was also some mental health issues that I had to deal with that, you know, I've, I've, I'm in such a better place right now. And, and life is actually just in a much better place for me, too. And then that kind of also segues into what's going on with you. You have a lot more going on. So yeah. It's kind of and difficult. It's, it's just like my career is going places that I've worked really hard on for many, many years. He's up there. He's way up there. Guys. And it's, <laughs> it's going to where, I mean, some would say it's the natural progression, but because something is the natural progression does not mean it will actually end up there because we have many opportunities to mess it up for ourselves to step, <laughs> you know, step on our own tail or our own tongue, or, you know, yep. you, I think nobody can do as much damage to you as you can do to yourself. So yep. in my yep. case, thankfully that hasn't really happened. The bad part. So it's good things. So that's, that's pretty much what's been happening. So, you know, like I had you, you had mentioned that when we started this, we were like, you know, space sector is amazing, but we wish the content was more frequent. So in the beginning, there was content. Then we, a couple of guys joined us and then boom, and then more guys. And it was like a couple and a couple of gals. And there was all this interest and we're so hyped. And then all these things are happening. It's like, oh my God, this is, this thing is like getting legit. It's growing. Oh my God. How are we going to manage all of this? This is crazy. And now at this point, we kind of became a little bit like space actor where we had to cut back on stuff because that's the reality. You know, if this was a full-time job, if I was drawing a salary from this, if you were drawing, then we'd be something like rock, paper, shotgun, hopefully without the selling out that they do. (laughs) And that's, I've said this since day one and I will say it today. That's what happened there. And Hey, whatever, you know, from time to time, they release something good. Most of the stuff that they release, I wouldn't use to clean my butt after I go to the bathroom. <laughs> so having well, said all of that. Yeah, with all that being said, I, I yeah. do want to say, like, going forward, uh, this is going to be the Nate and Rob show, basically. Like, we're going to come back and we're going to run this thing together again. Um, yep. I, I think that's, A, what we've always wanted, and B, where we were always best. So, um they're, so like all the guys are staying on, everybody is going to, yeah. we're going to figure out the roles. We're going to make yeah, sure yeah. that, you know, the, the guys that helped explore become what it is, will never be alienated and Absolutely. Yep. can contribute in however way, because you see what's happening with me now is not unique. Troy stuff is taken off. Joshua yeah, stuff, Micah's, everybody, yeah. Dallin, Mark, Oliver, Matt, all the guys, all of us. And then we have Jones, who's doing our notes, who's been doing an amazing job for the last year and a half. So all of us have things going on. And I think with you back and maybe bringing in a couple of more people, that's going to get the content rolling again. And then it's not going to feel like everything's on my shoulders. And <clears throat> excuse me, you know, like I have to. Shared burden sacrifice. is half the burden. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. exactly. So. So. Well, and then with that being said, so I do want to talk about a, little, a few things that I've uh, kind of uh, been brainstorming. 
Um, first of all, I do want to kind of put out a, a I don't know, uh, an all points bulletin there. If you guys are, any of you guys are interested in writing for Explorinate, we'd love to have you. Uh, clearly, there's like some sort of process where we, we evaluate how well you write and whether or not you're a good fit for the group. But if you guys have any desire to write for a Forex gaming site that uh, is looking for new writers, please let us know in the forums, on Twitter, uh, you know, by Pigeon. Our Discord channel. Yeah, Discord channel, exactly. Our new Discord channel. Uh, any of those, the, you know, that you set up, by the way. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to do that. Um, if you want to send smoke signals, whatever you want to do, uh, let us know because we'd love to have you. Uh, the pay is pretty poor, but <laughs> we still hook you up. Uh, we find ways to to make it worth your while. So uh, please come on by and let us know that you're interested. But moving forward, I really think it's important that uh, we've always talked about your page, our patrons, our patrons. Um, mm -hmm. And I know you've always taken the time. And I think this is super cool that since the very beginning of this this w weekly exchange, you have always taken the time to thank the patrons. And I want to take that a step further by starting Patreon giveaways um, soon. Not right now, but we will have uh, various ways of, of thanking you guys by randomly selecting one of our patrons for gift cards uh, games, like if there's any big game that comes out, like the upcoming Planetfall, I'd imagine that we'll make sure that one of our patrons uh, gets a copy of that, mm, and, and so nice. on and so forth. So yeah, we're just going to make sure but that... You're assuming they already have them pre-ordered, though. Right, no, exactly, but I do want to make sure that we do stuff like that prior so that they don't, you know, they're not pre-ordering, because we've got people that are clearly going to be patri patrons for Explomate are going to be huge Forex fans, right. so I want to find a way to make sure that these, these guys get these games um, or they, they know they're going to get these games before they come out so they're not spending their hard-earned money and we can right. get these guys these things. So, um, yeah. So with that being said, and just to kind of uh, put a cap on it, we're going to start giveaways for our patrons. So if you're not a patron, uh, if, if you want to put in a dollar, that'll make you eligible for, you know, $25, $50 gift cards to Steam, uh, you know, various Forex games that are going to be coming up, or even DLC and expansions that come for yep. your favorite Forex games. So um, if you... If you thought about maybe being a patron for Explominate, maybe now's the time because soon, very soon, we're going to be starting that kind of stuff. So I, I, I personally want to thank everyone. I think that Explominate, especially you, Nate, uh, maybe this is a good time for me to thank you to the public. You've done a fantastic job running Explominate. This the site is way beyond my wildest expectation. I know when you and I first started, we were like, this could be something. Uh, and then now we can look back in five from five years and say, wow, this has become something. This absolutely. is something, right? Yeah, absolutely. It is something. And it, it, the name Explominate is synonymous with 4X games. I mean, people talk about Explominate and they talk about the game database and they talk about the reviews and they yep. talk about the podcast and... I, I, everywhere and I go, different contributions like the the forex um, list. That's Oliver stuff. He's all right. over it. He's exactly. also doing a lot of the curation stuff. The right, like the quality of articles. I mean, sure, we all write, but you have you have Troy, you have Joshua, you have Micah. Man, those guys can write. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and. and they're involved in the editing and getting it, you know, so there's them. And then there's the podcasting. Troy and I were doing it. You and I were doing it. But hey, you know what? The weekly exchange that's neither of us, actually Ben. Yeah, Ben. Who, 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 who came up with that? OG he Ben. I, yeah, OG Ben. He's he, he's the original. We've had three Bens. He's, he, he, how is it? Um, only one uh, from uh, Highlander. <laughs> there can be only one. So yeah, the original one exactly. is the one. You know? Yeah. I mean, so this is so cool to like 
to see five years on what how everyone's contributions have made Explominate what they are. And I think uh, w- with the shared responsibility that Nate and I will have, and also of, of, of all the other ones too, there's, I mean, it's not just uh, me oh. and Nate, it'd be everybody working. Oh, yeah. And I mean, Mark, to- him and yeah. Alan being right. yeah, exactly. on YouTube and you're going to, ju- you're going to be helping out with YouTube and you, hell man, you like Mark, when he does the proper video, like when he like puts his mind to it and he does it, it's awesome. Yeah. Dallin exactly. is doing Twitch. Dallin and Ben are doing Twitch. That's awesome. And then there's you, you also have like your own style. So when you do YouTube videos, so, I mean, I'm, I'm glad because I'm going to be like, dude, here you go. I'm just going to kind of <laughs> do this thing and you do that. Let's we'll, yeah. we'll meet along the middle and, you know, yeah. So I, I really think this is a new era for Explominate. I think going forward, you're going to see a lot of cool new things, uh, some ideas, maybe even a website rejuvenation. Oh, please, uh, please talk about the website. Yeah. Okay. So that's something that we really are going to look at. Uh, you know, I, I think the site works really well as it is, but I do think that we can make it a little bit more modern. Um, so what I would love for everyone who is listening, who has some sort of uh, passion or feel for it, or even just desires to, uh, to, to place their input is to come in and talk to us about that as well. What are the sites that you like? What kind of sites, you know, do you like IGN? Do you like Kotaku? Do you like uh, even maybe some lesser known sites that the, the, the way they're outlined, the way they're set up, because I want to start taking that kind of feedback and input and make Explorminate the best site it can be visually mm. and most importantly, mechanically. Like I the, want the, everybody to be able to see and get what they need from Explorminate. The problem with like IGN or Kotaku or PC Gamer or rock paper shotgun is that you need an ad blocker to pull these websites or you're just going to be drunk we have no ads and unless something changed which i don't think it has we're not going to have any no absolutely not that is something you and i have always been super passionate about i hate sites with ads and i think that if you know regardless of what direction we go when it comes to rejuvenating the site there will never be ads and these are awful i can't stand them so i don't want a pop-up blocker for my own site exactly we won't go that direction. We just want to get your input on what kind of sites you do like the layouts of and yeah. what it is you want to see in a site. And let's we'll, we'll work together as a group, as an exploratory group to, mm-hmm. to make this happen. We tried messing with the layout a little bit back. Boy, that was a headache for about a week. <laughs> well, and, you know, that's, start, that's definitely my, my problem because I, I am a little rusty with some of the CSS and stuff and some of the site stuff. So uh, I'm getting back into it. And now that I've refamiliarized myself with the site itself, we can start, you know, really making some cool updates and stuff. So let us know what you think. Give us some update or give us some feedback and uh, we'll be sure to make the best site we can. So, okay, let me ask you a quick question. So we kind of, this is going to be one of the longer shows that we've had in recent history last couple of months do you want to go over games we're playing or you want to skip it and then we'll just pick it up at a future time no let's talk about it real quick okay uh, so what I, what have you been playing okay well I, i've already kind of mentioned it i've played solaris okay. a lot i really am, have been enjoying it very much way more mm-hmm. than i have ever in its entire lifetime um and i think that's a lot to do with i think you said it. i think you really nailed it solaris has a very very awesome like dynamic storytelling element to it that i just yes. love i just the, the the game shapes itself every time differently and i just yep. really like it and with ancient relics it does it even more it has an even even better role-playing storytelling element that i think is light years beyond just about any other game yeah um I've also been playing a game. Eusenia, you played Eusenia, Eukaina, Eukaina. Yeah, Eusiana, uh, whatever, (laughs) Eukaina. That that sounds so, that sounds vulgar almost. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 
I've been playing that a bit. Um, and I've, I've, I've been really into Three Kingdoms. I Total oh, War yeah? Three Kingdoms. I, I've really been digging. I, I don't really normally like Total War games. I don't know mm. why. They just don't click. But Three Kingdoms has to be the best Total War game I've played since Shogun 2. Um, and maybe my Shogun Two was awesome. Oh, it was amazing, right? And that was yeah. the, first, the first Total War I really got into. And now I'm Three Kingdoms. The diplomacy alone for Three Kingdoms is going. It needs to be the template they follow for every Total mm. War game. It's fantastic. It makes me really feel like I am a, like a Chinese warlord making these really trying cool, to unite China yeah, exactly. under like, one banner. Right, and 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 kind of playing the game a little bit, but like you know, also having these these you know uh, like nefarious plans in the background. Mm. It's it's a great game. It's a fantastic game. If you, so, if do you auto resolve combat, or do you do all the combat? I, like well, I, it depends. So, if it's a close battle, I almost always do it myself because right. I. You know, right. But the auto resolve is really good. In fact, it's it's. I was almost better than you. Better than me. I was about to say. I don't want to say that because I don't want to admit to that. But yeah, it might even be better than I am. So I, well, I, that, I, that's that is a compliment right there because usually in uh, Total War games, the auto even if you're not particularly good in combat, when you go to auto resolve, it's like it's like the UFC man. Never never take it to the judges. Never let it get to the judges. Right. Exactly. And I yeah uh, I. I've I've been pleasantly surprised. In fact, I I was going nice. into it knowing that I'd be enjoying it because I've seen so many good reviews and I've just really enjoyed it myself. So, um, nice. and then lastly, I have gone back to Pax Nova quite a few times. I especially with this, mm -hmm. the uh, they did do a quick patch uh, two mm -hmm. weeks ago or something, and I I've gone yeah back yeah and I've done it a little bit. I've played a little bit. I like it. I think the roadmap, like I said, is is a fantastic. Uh, it has a lot of potential to make this game a lot of, a lot better than what it is now. And it's already mm -hmm. definitely Grey Wolf's better or best outing yet. So uh, other than that, you know, I've just been just been playing games, I guess. <laughs> I've been playing a lot <laughs> I've been playing a lot of the Xbox One because my son likes Xbox One. So okay, we, well, we nothing played. wrong with that. Yeah. So what about you, man? Not too much game playing. I did <laughs> you know what my son likes to play? My son likes to play Thea too. Really? I was, yeah. Oh wow! I was gonna guess Bejeweled Three, but the no, is no, way no. He he doesn't play Bejeweled Three because um, I don't let him touch my iPad. Uh, but yep. he plays <laughs> Plants vs Zombies too, and he's like, it, both him and my daughter when they start playing, it is the most fun to watch them from the side. Like I turn on music for myself, and then this way I don't listen to them arguing. And I just watch them play and I just imagine what they're saying and I put words in their mouths and I pretend that they're getting along and they're not at the verge of beating one another and it's awesome. That's a but, that's a nice <laughs> fantasy land you live in there. I know, right? The moment I take out the, the headset, the moment I take out the plug from my ear, you know, I take out the little bud and then I hear what they're saying to one another. And I'm like, holy crap, who are these two people? Why do they hate each other so much? But you know, it's okay, you know, brother and sister, what are you gonna say? But in all seriousness, um, it's a lot of fun. Like he's reading uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He's almost done with Return of the King. So uh, we're discussing, um, you know, we're discussing the lore between difference between that and Thea, and it's fun. And like some of the events, I have to make him close his eyes, and he's like, "But Daddy, I want to see what's happening." I'm like, "No, this is not for you. This is for adults." He's like, but yeah. "Why do you get to see it?" I'll go because I'm an adult. Right. So you know, there's a little bit of that, which is also kind of fun. But so mostly theater two, and um, 
I actually fired up for the first time in a couple of months, Aggressors Ancient Rome, because I'm still like halfway written in the review and I've been sitting on them forever. And I realized that I completely forgot how to play the game. So yeah, I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's game. Yeah. it is a, it is. I mean, it, when you just look at it, you're like, oh, it's, it's all right. But when you actually try to play it, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. There's a lot. Here. So I'm going to have to relearn how to play it because I forgot how to play the game. And that's on me. I mean, it's just that's how little gaming I've done recently. And uh, I've I've been playing a little bit of Battletech Urban Warfare because that's been the game. Battletech is the game that pulled me away from XCOM 2. And uh, I'm really like, I like what they did with Urban Warfare. Now, I don't know. So I have a little bit of an issue with the way Paradox prices its DLC. Yeah. I take no, it back. I'm with, you. I'm with you. Not an issue. I have a big issue with it. Because, like, I don't know that the price that they're charging, $19.99 for Urban Warfare, is the right price. If it's $15, maybe. $10, don't have to think about it. I mean, it's not an issue. It's 20 bucks. What's the big deal? But you just have to think about it. The cost of the game is 40 bucks. You're getting so much for 40 bucks, but so little for 20 bucks. Hmm. I don't know. But having said that, it's a lot of fun. It does have quite a bit of content and it's enjoyable, but it still has the one major issue that I've had with Battletech from the beginning. It's that you're only given the one lance, i.e. the one squad. So when you go into an engagement, you have four mechs and they added some more, you know, wild cards. Like you can have a defense force that helps you out, or you can have this other faction that jumps in and just attacks everybody. So it's not not just you being attacked by, you know, three or four lances. Everybody's fighting now. But the problem is, is that you still only have your one. And when their reinforcements come, they're brutal. And the AI, the way it plays your friends, is not so good. Because, I mean, if I had that lance, I would do a thousand things different than what the AI does. So what I would want from the game is to get two lances. I know I have an, an orbit. I have 50 mechs sitting with pilots and I cannot land another shuttle with four more mechs. Having said that, they promise that they're going to look into doing workshop support. And I guarantee you, I make this prediction, the number one mod in the workshop is not going to be the mod right now, which is there's a mod that like reconfigures the game and does a lot of stuff. And it's called Lost Tech. It's a fantastic mod. You get it from GameDB. But that's going to be a great mod in the workshop, but the number one mod is going to be the one that adds a second land. Guaranteed. So when that mod comes, you know I'll be downloading it. <laughs> Having said that, I'm enjoying it, and that's about it. That's really all I've had the chance to play. But summer's coming, so who knows? Maybe I'll get a little bit more time to play then. Yeah, and I forgot to mention, too, that I picked mm. up uh, Surviving Mars with the Green Mars mm. DLC. And it's great because the what I thought was surprising to me, actually, Paradox drop the base price of surviving Mars to like 70% off. And so the actual game and expansion costs less than the full game. <laughs> nice. Is that a temporary drop? It was temporary. It's already gone, but it was uh. more than enough for me to pick it up. It was like $21 for both the game and the DLC. Nice. And I really, really like it. I know that there was some issues because I think people were expecting to be able to make mars green mm -hmm. in the base game and they mm -hmm. weren't there but it really it's just I've, I've put in 15 hours i consider that to be just the tip of the iceberg because i'm enjoying myself so much with it so i, I i'm gonna say something that's gonna sound political and it's gonna sound like 
I'm I have some axe to grind or I'm sitting on a top of some kind of horse, but that's not the intention. There's just the one question that comes to me. Why do we need to go and make Mars green where we live on a green and blue planet? Why not just clean up our own planet a little bit? I'm just let's, saying. Let's not, our home is nice. I love Earth. Our- We're gonna move. It's, it's gonna be surviving Earth, and it's gonna be all about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that what it is now? <laughs> Survive Earth. Well Holy <laughs> so you know. Uh, but having said you, that, man. you're right. It's it's fun. I I'm really impressed with what Paradox has been putting down of late. Oh, now yeah, they just I, need to to tell us what their secret project is. I've heard that. I've heard some serious. And I mean, like, from people very much in the know. Uh-huh. Some that it's not Victoria impl- 3? Yeah, I know well, that too. that too, but serious implications that it is a fantasy grand strategy game, which has my interest, young sir. Fantasy. So are yeah. they going to create their own unique lore? Uh, yeah, or are they know. going to be adopting? Maybe just like general fantasy. I don't know. That's a very good question. But... Somebody who's very much in the know told me that, and I think that's something. A, it does that would not surprise me. I think that because Stellaris has done well, they may want to go with a grand strategy fantasy game and see how that does. Well, and I have uh, a suggestion for them. I mean, I know it's kind of late in the process for (laughs) yeah, yeah. But go ahead and make it. They have an IP that has an incredible amount of lore behind it from White Wolf that could create a game like Vampire the Masquerade mixed with Werewolf mixed with Changeling mixed with everything. And there's your game. Shit. That that actually sounds like a game that A, I would play and B, that could actually be. See, and watch, this is what they did. And I'm going to be like, okay, see, I did it again. Thousand points for me. (laughs) I know. Hell, if you do that, I will give you 10,000. Gryffindor wins. (laughs) Oh, with that, man, I think this was, I mean, clearly one of the longest episodes we were. No, we've, had longer episodes i know you definitely but you haven't had a longer episode like than this in in some time so maybe it's it's, yeah it's been really good to do this i hope to do this again uh maybe it could be uh you know uh me dropping in every now and then i really i really like we'll we'll figure it out we'll yeah i mean everybody knows what's up behind the scenes we've you know we know what's what now it's just going to be figuring out the specifics and you know we have time it's not like you know today we got to figure it out because tomorrow everybody's leaving you know, yeah. everybody's still here. We're just we're gonna slowly kind of ease back into things, and you know, so we don't you know bump heads unnecessarily, and don't you know rub elbows too often when they don't need to be rubbed. You know, exactly. Yeah, and that's so, it. So I think I, let me wrap it up. I think just the usual to our patrons. Thank you so much. We really, really appreciate you, and we appreciate you so much that we have. On our in our Discord channel, we have a specific channel just for you guys. So a few already joined, and if you would like access to it, please through you know through Patreon or message us on Discord or email or whoever. Just get in touch with us and let us know. Hey, you know I'm a supporter. If you don't want people to know, you want to keep it on the down low, then you can do it through you know a message on Patreon or you know message us somewhere you know directly, and we'll give you access there because. This is, you know, this was promised to you guys a long time ago, and it's there with other yeah. perks that are coming. So, well, thank and that you. being said, too, like there's a way to do it directly through Patreon. Patreon. So, I'll, yeah. I'll work with Nate to make sure that gets that gets taken care of too. Yep. So there's that, and then just a big thank you to you know our listeners. We really, really, you know, we love having you here. We love talking to you. The 
I think we figured out the common situation, but there might be one more setting I need to tweak. So I'll, hopefully by the time that this is up, I'll have a chance to tweak it or maybe Rob will tweak it. We'll see. But other than that, I think that is it. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much for having me again. I look forward to future interactions with you guys and just to basically bring Explominate into the next generation. So uh, with that being said, this was Rob and Nate from Explominate. We'll talk to you guys next week. Take care, everyone.